All right, kids, gather around the fire, get nice and warm. Once again, we've got another episode of Starting Five coming at you hot. It's a podcast in which we form functional starting basketball lineups out of increasingly zany and hopefully at least mildly entertaining topics. As ever, I'm your host, Dylan Jeffrey. Uh, with me in the booth today, we have the lovely Zoe Zander. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and down there in the... Uh, in the moderator role for this episode, we have perennial no tax Cody. Woo! Fan fave that guy. They love him. I had to cheer yeah. myself today. I needed the boost. <laughs> the, female, the female fan base really enjoys Cody. Hey! <laughs> hey, man. I have, it, <laughs> I have it on good authority that the female fan base is Zoe's end. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. all right well uh today we've got a dead authors version of the pod coming at you a fun new draft um really the only criteria here and it's not even a necessary one is that uh, basketball was invented in 1890 so i mean the the author if they died well before 1890 i myself will argue against them being good at basketball but (laughs) I mean, if they're really good, I don't know. I mean, if you pull out Homer on me or something, we might. Historic- it sounds like you're afraid. It sounds like you have fear and <laughs> you're putting out caveats already. I'm worried. Dead authors. The moderator is- agrees. <laughs> <laughs> the moderator smells my fear as well. <laughs> All right. Well, with that unnecessary caveat out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and hop into it. Cody, as moderator, do you happen to have anything to flip nearby? Boy, don't I. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Just because it was nearby, this is a Secret Life of Pets Pez container. Whoa! Okay. If it's nose down, <laughs> then, okay. then one, and then, you know, uh, ears down for the other. Okay. So we got uh, Zoe, oh, it's your first ears time. Down. Ears, ears down. down. All right. We're talking ears flat to the table? Yeah. Ears yeah. Down. Okay. Uh, I feel like the nose is round, so that might be a good call. So he's got it. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's she just might have had physics on her side. I'm not sure. <laughs> so many of these happen off camera. I feel like Cody just decides who wins. <laughs> I don't even flip anything, really. I just, <laughs> I just make something up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so if you wouldn't mind kicking us off. Okay. First overall pick, the best dead author at basketball. So, full disclosure, I did get a brief explanation of the of of basketball um, as a sport <laughs> and a concept, um, but I'm running off of about maybe a 15 minute conversation's worth of knowledge. So, and I've already mixed up shooting guard and point guard. Do I need to tell you what they are yet? Uh, no, 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 you can okay. take your time. All right, so the first person I'm going to pick is John Steinbeck. Ooh. Steinbeck, all right? Steinbeck. <laughs> Six feet tall, even. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's hard to find a lot about dead authors other than, you know, their acclaimed writings. But <laughs> if you Google John Steinbeck sports, you'll find that he enjoyed sports and actually excelled at basketball and track. In his in his younger formative years, excelled, excelled. He wasn't as good at it. Um, and also, <laughs> he used to work summers on ranches. 
So he likes working with his hands. I bet he's got pretty big hands. Rough hands. <laughs> Rough hands, good for grip. Is this starting five in the bedroom? Or like, <laughs> what are we getting at here? <laughs> I'm making a connection, yes, between basketball players and how good you are in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that is it a really strong up. first pick. Yeah, so that's what I'm taking. J.S. Excelled. He excelled at basketball. Didn't want to be with and him. Track, which means he can run. He's speedy. Speedy. <laughs> I don't care much for that pick at all. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, with my first pick, a very different pick. I'm. I'm going to go with uh, Roald Dahl. Okay. Author of uh, everything anyone's ever loved. Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Matilda. Matilda. Yes. Um, BFG. A big There's no doubt what they would call him on the court when he dunks <laughs> on somebody. <laughs> that man's the BFG. And, you know, even more so because he was six foot six. Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> and, God, I glossed over him in my research. I was like, probably not, huh? Probably not. <laughs> probably not the guy who wrote Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen to this. Uh, not only is he six six, I guess, was he six six? Uh, in high school, he played cricket, soccer, golf, and he was the captain of the squash team. Do what I is know squash? What, do I know what squash is? Not at all. I googled it. It's like it's like racquetball. It's like indoor. It's in like a, it's in a cube. When you Google it, the picture looks very dramatic. I don't really know what's happening. But he was the captain of a sports team in high school, and that's pretty big time. He's also fell at it. <laughs> yeah that's a good point did wikipedia I, say the words excels at <laughs> captain of dramatic <laughs> tennis or whatever squash is <laughs> i don't recall that exact phrasing but he excelled enough to become captain i don't know if it was player voted or what but he got to a captaincy role he was also a fighter pilot in ww2 and he survived a plane crash wow he was, man he was really? flying the plane so i don't know whose fault it really was but he survived it. And any man who can survive a plane crash, put him on my team. Oh, yeah. He can survive a hard foul if he can survive a plane crash. I would have to. That's, That's the comparison not... I'm making as a moderator. <laughs> That's like for like right there. <laughs> what a guy. He just was born and was just like, I am going to do everything. going to dominate. There's a lot. His Wikipedia page is very long. I could probably fill a whole episode on the fun facts that they have about Roald Dahl that I – had no guesses on make it a page the, the books came post plane crash like that's like after his brain was rattled he wrote all the books or you think it was before i think post Ooh. if i have if i have my timeline right because he only died in like 1990 i mean it was not anywhere near as long ago as i thought it would be i mean he does write quite whimsically it's true, it's true. <laughs> all right well that's that's pick number one on my end good old roll out doll out all right, well, it's a good thing you picked him because you're going to need someone who can survive a plane crash. My next pick. Oh! <laughs> I, I mostly, I was afraid you were going to take him, honestly. Coming in at six feet tall, born in 1899, so really right at the, right at the inception, right at the tail end of the inception of B-Ball itself. You got big Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> big Ernie. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, 1899, 
1961. He had a lot of time to get good at it. I think, you know, when something comes out, you want to play it. It was probably big. It probably was very popular. Yeah. So we were like, really good, I'm sure, within like the first, it had nine years to popularize in the world and then he grew up with it, I would imagine. <laughs> so he's probably great at basketball. Um, you know, saw it through its infancy into its adolescence. Um, and then I just have this great, this great quote from him. <laughs> when you look up Ernest Hemingway sports. <laughs> I love the common thread of your research so far. Not even basketball, just like, does he do a sport? <laughs> he kept doing basketball and then they would pull up like universities or schools that are named after these authors and like their current basketball stats. And I was like, this is not what I need. It's surprisingly hard to research for this podcast. Just to break the fourth wall for a moment. There's <laughs> a lot of work on this end. <laughs> so my Ernest Hemingway quote, he said, there are only three sports, bullfighting, motor racing, and mountaineering. <laughs> I wanted you to say basketball so bad. <laughs> all the rest are merely games. So first of all, that's a lot of sports. And they're, you know, rough and tumble sports. He's a big guy. He's a, he's a big uh, burly fighter, explosive personality, I think. But further, it's that last part that really gets me, I think. All the rest are merely games. He's not putting stock into this. He's just going to go out there. He's going to be ruthless. He doesn't need to follow any rules. He doesn't know why you're there. <laughs> he just wants to play. <laughs> and I think that's going to work in my favor. So, Big Ernie Hems. <laughs> Big Ernie. I just, I got to say, I love how you were just like, so it was invented around the same time, so it was that hot, fresh, new thing. I was just thinking in my head, like, a movie comes out, we're like, oh, you guys want to see Avengers this weekend? And he was just like, yo, y'all want to put some balls in, like, baskets? <laughs> <laughs> you heard about this? You heard you about this? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Also, to pad your stats, I definitely had him on my team, so I've got some extra. In high school, he played football, water polo, track and field, and boxing. His high school had a boxing team. Dude, it was the awesome. 1890s. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a lot of sports. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn, yeah, Ernest Hemingway. And also, among his many monikers under Wikipedia is sportsman. There you go. It, it's not athlete, but it's not not athlete. No, it's not. It's not gamesman though, and we all know about his uh, fucking. Uh, it's true. Or psychology around that, <laughs> you know, it, philosophy. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, Dylan gets your next pick. <laughs> um, let's see. Pick number two. A shocking pick, to be honest, for me. Even though I feel like. It's anticipated. I think Zoe expects me to make this pick, but I didn't expect me to make this pick. Coming in at my second pick, I'm going to take Jack Kerouac. <laughs> I purposely didn't put him on my list just so I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Jackie K, leader of the Beat Revolution. Uh, the fun thing about Jack Kerouac, I'll get his, his flaws out of the way early. He's only five foot eight, and that, that ain't great. Hear me out. In high school, he played running back at, in football, and uh, he was so good, he got scholarship offers from Boston College, Notre Dame, and Columbia, and he went to Columbia on a football scholarship. Now, 
the game must have been very different back then because he's only 5'8". But I don't know. That must mean he makes up for it in speed, tenacity. I don't know. Other other positive attributes. I don't know he's about that. Be tough. <laughs> he's got to be know. tough. He's not a 5'8 football player? Come on. We're talking like Darren Sproles out there. I mean, He's, he's out of the a, box. He doesn't want to be held down. You put him on the court, he walks off. He's going to walk away, go on a road trip. That's it's a tight. strong point. He's, he's not, go <laughs> not a consistent man by any means, but when I think, when you think Jackie Kay, you think coast to coast. And dare I say, that's a basketball <laughs> term. So Jack Kerouac's taking it coast to coast, at least based off of his novels and his life, 150 times in the game. So... <laughs> We've got stamina, we've got tenacity, if not teamwork. Uh, we've got individual play from Jack Kerouac. A lot How are you going to get him to stop smoking cigarettes on the court? That's not necessarily <laughs> illegal. I see his first missed shot, and then I see him just sitting down with a pencil and paper so he can write his feelings out about it. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to get maybe, maybe high school Jack Kerouac. Oh, okay. In his prime. And in his athletic his prime. prime. Yeah, nowhere near his mental prime. But in his <laughs> mental prime. <laughs> All right, who you got? <laughs> all right, I'm just going to – all my rest are all on the same level for me. So um, coming in mostly mostly for height, I won't lie. i uh, six 6'3", born in 1854. So <laughs> he's, he came in a little early. <laughs> died till 1900 so he had those last couple of years of his life to really get into the love of the game with your balls and baskets (laughs) back in my day we greased each other up and wrestled in front of millions (laughs) all right 1854 to 1900 he wasn't that old no at all he died in his prime who is this man Oscar Wilde. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, so uh, this is a good one. When you look up Oscar Wilde sports, um, <laughs> you will find this quote from him, which says, um, it says, when he was asked what he thought of sports, Wilde replied, I approve of any activity that requires the wearing of special clothing. <laughs> And I just like that energy. I like that can-do attitude that I'm down for anything as long as I look good sort of situation he's got going on. And I think that in his final years, I really believe it. He got really into basketball. <laughs> that was a very forward statement. <laughs> like I could hear someone saying that now about this situation, you know? Yeah. How weird for him. To, when did he say this? In the late 1800s? That's unbelievable. <laughs> you know? The man was ahead of his time. For sure. Good shit. That's good shit. Six, Six three. three. Six wild. three. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> nah. I'm good. I'm funny. <laughs> Six. Th- I didn't even look at him since he died so young in in comparison to basketball's life. But six three is a good find. All those old people are so short. I don't know They're what. So happened. small. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. Coming in at my third pick. I'm going to get another obvious pick if you know anything about me. I'm going to take J.D. Salinger. Again, didn't touch it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mostly just picking my favorite authors. I I got my height, and I'm like, let me just put together a fun team that I would like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Salinger, 6'2", 
so that doesn't hurt. Uh, in high school, the only thing I could find that he did even remotely athletically was uh, he managed the fencing team. <laughs> now well, he was water boy. That's like it, it, it probably means that he wasn't good enough to make the fencing team, but it might mean that he has managerial skills and that he can lead this team. I don't know. That's a toss up, but uh, he might understand how best to serve the stars if he isn't himself a star. All right, good backup. I'll have to think on that. <laughs> <laughs> good backup on the courts. <laughs> it's not great, but you know, he's not going to take any of the light away from Dahl. We're mostly just going to feed rolled Dahl on the inside, and I just don't want any superstars trying to take the light away from him. So Salinger has absolutely no problem disappearing from the public eye and not being the star, as, hey. as we all know. So... <laughs> Give me good old. It's a very joke. esoteric episode. I think when you make comments like as we all know. <laughs> when you say words like esoteric, it certainly becomes one. <laughs> Love that word. All right. Uh that's Sal and Jeremiah, third pick. Zoe, who you got coming in? Okay. All right, here we go. This is my big I'm I'm excited about this one. Ooh. So um, I'm going to pick, he's not very tall, coming <laughs> in at nine, so nothing crazy. Um, 1872 to 1961. Um, so, you know, he was, he was around when it was around. <laughs> um, there's one photo of him when you Google his name, sports, holding a ball. And it could be a basketball. It, it's an 1800s basketball. I think it's round. It's, it's a black and white photo, so it's hard to say. We got Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you just, you took the pick that's just going to miss a shot and sit down and write a fucking poem about it, man. I say, you were trashing <laughs> Jack Kerouac for one to write down his feelings after failure. Who, Poe? He now y'all aren't giving him enough credit. He can withstand <laughs> a lot. Did you know that everyone in his life died of tuberculosis? Zoe's, Zoe's single argument is that, but everyone else is going to die of tuberculosis. So he's the only player standing. That's that's what you're saying. So he's clearly a carrier. He's very <laughs> creepy too, like to look at and to think about. And he writes, he gives off an aura on purpose of creepiness. So I think that he also will do a good job of keeping everyone away from him on the court. I think we'll have Edgar Allan Poe out there just kind of like sauntering around, sort of lurking around near whoever's holding the ball. And then, you know, your Jack Kerouac's not going to try to come <laughs> and fight Edgar Allan Poe. And if he does, <laughs> he's probably point. a carrier of TB. That's probably why everyone is <laughs> like The risks are real. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're getting a lot of influencers as well. So I think maybe a lot of the people on my team are just like, they don't want to, they don't want to dunk on Edgar Allan Poe because they want to pay him respect for what he did for the, for the writing culture, maybe. Good point. <laughs> and I'm not saying that he won't sit down and write a sad and terrifying story about it later, but I think he'll, <laughs> he'll place the music on the court and then he'll sit down and cry. <laughs> okay. That's so good. <laughs> Damn. All right, another solid one. I like him. A creepy guy out there no one wants to post up on. <laughs> um, all right, I guess while he's still there, I was kind of 
I was kind of thinking I didn't need two big men, but since you didn't get him, I'll take him. Uh, coming in at my fourth pick, give me North Carolina's own, coming out of Asheville, writer of the longest books I've ever laid eyes on, Thomas Wolfe. Uh, Thomas Wolfe, if you don't know anything else about him, know that he was 6'6", and that's all that matters about Thomas Wolfe. <laughs> <laughs> I really did think you were going – you were going Ron Rash there. Ron Rash is very much alive. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, that's so Not true. his career. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Shouts out to Ron oh, Rash. I'm pretty Ron sure. Slander here. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I, I liked Ron Rash. He was very nice. I used to give him sandwiches. He was a nice Hell guy. Yeah. He's One time when I was in the gym, which was must have been freshman year, because I don't think I've been in the gym in six years, uh, he came in in denim and flannel. Pumped uh, like two 15-pounders, just did a couple bicep curls, left, was done. I mean, just did like a couple reps and was gone. Ron Rash is the man. It's a really good thing he's still alive. That's great. If he were dead, I absolutely would have put him on this team. He's just that height alone, right? He's lanky, yeah. He's but pretty tall, yeah. When you look at him, just sort of visualize Thomas Wolfe and just give him a few more inches. They're pretty much the same person. Uh, Thomas Wolf, the youngest of eight children, so he's scrappy. He had to grow up fighting all the time. So, uh, and he became six foot six. That's the second member of my team who is six and a half feet tall. I'll, re I'll rest on that. <laughs> right. Where did uh, Wolf exist from? What was his born and death day? Uh, that's a good question. I can look that up real quick, though. Uh, Come on, Dylan. This is a show, man. He was, I got I mean, this, it. It was Moderator's got it, recent. so we go ahead with your fifth pick. Fairly recent. All right. My fifth pick. Coming in. Ooh. Oh, I just don't know. Which one? While you're thinking, I can bring up, it's, it's actually a very sad story with Thomas Wolfe. He was born in 1900. He died in 1938. Oh, oh boy. Rough shit from Tom Wolfe, but 6'6". Six, six, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis God. killed him. Edgar no! Edgar Allan was going to eat him alive. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar's ahead of you all. He is 10 oh, dead. shit. <laughs> Joey is killing the mental game. Killing the physical game. You got it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, if I had done my research, I could have left him off the team. That is a weak link. That is a Count Chocula versus Sonny the Sun kind of pick right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Deep dive for you fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My final pick. Is it going to be someone else with tuberculosis? No, it's not. Um, really, this is my most recent one. 1935 to 2001. I don't know if he made it to 9-11 or not. Um, Why would you say that? <laughs> what does that have to do with about basketball, man? Hopefully he didn't make it to the <laughs> What does any of this have to do with basketball? <laughs> I just, it's a notable okay. year, and I don't know if he made it to the notable part of the year or... Or it was gone before that tragedy. <laughs> anyway, uh, can't find his height anywhere online. I'm going to put it at standard, which is six feet. Bold. I wish I was standard. Good God. 
say, you're talking to two sub six foot men right now. I don't know about the standard six foot shit. What's his name? <laughs> Who is it? Ken Kesey. Kesey. So another, he was more of a counterculture uh, writer than he was beat, but part of the beat generation, I think you'd call him right on the tail end of it. He took us oh. into, into the next part. Um, he had a football scholarship his freshman year, um, and then he actually left football and switched schools to go and wrestle for a different school. Um, I was trying to Wikipedia all this information, but the way the, my school's computer, which is what I was using, <laughs> wasn't letting me on Wikipedia, thinking about my security not being whatever. So I was mostly just reading like the first sentences of things that showed up, <laughs> um, which didn't include- That sounds hard. Schools are, but I did know that he did go on this football scholarship. Um, the other thing I found out about him is he is a Virgo, and as we all know about Virgos, they're they're good with deadlines, good with rules and procedures. So we're going to really be able to boss Ken Kesey around on the field, on the court. All right, he's going to be a good follower. The first time that astronomy has come into anybody's reasoning in this podcast. Astrology. Yeah, come on, buddy. Listen, come on. They're both fake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken Kesey trying to trying to match the Jack Kerouac. I like it. I like it. Um, let's see. Coming in my fifth pick. God, it's tough. I. There's still some talent out there. I guess if we've got a minute, we can get into the shaft draft, but. I think I've got to take uh, I've got to take my point guard. I need somebody with some with some smarts. I got to take Tom Clancy. Uh, Tom Clancy, the uh, he's six two, and he's the one who writes. I mean, every single book that your grandpa reads, and every book that every man wants to read. He wrote Jack Ryan. Every wrote, military veteran has every, read Tom Clancy. Oh God. <laughs> you always find one at a Goodwill. Oh, oh, we don't yeah. find a couple. <laughs> He's got several video games that just sort of have his name on them for no real reason. I, I mean, even Wikipedia seemed confused by that. But he has his name on several video game franchises that are just like about guns. Uh, but in general, military strategist, espionage, military science kind of guy, coming up with very elaborate plots sort of a leader in that sense. Uh, physically, I didn't get much on him other than that he is 6'2", was 6'2", and that's pretty good. But at uh, point, I just sort of need somebody who can bring the boys together, rally the troops, uh, not surrender, you know, other military terms. <laughs> Very nice. This is Tom Clancy coming in at the five. Um, well, I really hey, thought he was still alive. I don't know why. <laughs> when I, I saw a video game comes out every year called Tom Clancy's some shit, you know. Something about rainbows, <laughs> something about, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, you know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. His estate is definitely still making money, but he is, unfortunately, I suppose, very much dead. Oh, may he rest in peace. <laughs> um, may all his authors rest in peace. Don't be... Yeah. Partial to Tom Clancy. <laughs> Just because you play their video games, Zoe, doesn't mean <laughs> you can't say RIP to the rest of these souls. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's good. All right. Well, draft over. Uh, time to get in the draft recap. Uh, I guess I'll list my five in position, and then Zoe, you can list yours in position after. Um, 
At point, Tom Clancy, as discussed, military tactician, 6'2". Um, I think at shooting guard, probably uh, good old Jackie K, Kerouac. He's, I don't know, mobile. We'll get into it. Uh, small forward, Salinger, 6'2", just because I don't really know where else to put him. Uh, power forward, Thomas Wolf at 6'6". And center, Roll Dahl, also at 6'6". Uh, Zoe, who do you In position, please. All right, bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) The point guard is the squirrely one. Yes. (laughs) Can be short, right? Does not have to be, but certainly can be. Yes, yes. Um, I'm actually going to give that to John Steinbeck. He's going to be, oh man, time flies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. my, uh, My point guard. Then on shooting guard, I'm going to put Ken Kesey. Uh, I'm going to put Big Ernie uh, as the center. Ooh. No, sorry, as a power forward. Power forward for Big Ernie, okay? Because he's big. big. Um, but also, he's, he can fight people. Isn't that what that one does? <laughs> <laughs> I- Yes. I guess most <laughs> a lot of the historical bullies in the NBA have been power forwards, I think. So I like that logic. You're drawn to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ernest Hemingway is a power forward. Um the small forward, is that the other one? Mm-hmm. Small forward I'm gonna give to Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I don't think you want him in there with the BFG. If there's one guy that can stare down Edgar Allan Poe's telltale hard, it's the BFG, baby. <laughs> Be that as it may, the uh, the old Thomas Wolfe at power forward, if you get that switch off Hemingway to Poe, <laughs> he's he's done. So. And then who is it at center? Oscar Wilde at six. Oscar Wilde. Nice. Tall. Oh. Nice. Oh. All right. Um, you know, we don't have a ton of time, but I think we've got enough time maybe for like one minute, just like, lightning round of the shaft draft see who uh who got left out if you've got anybody um clive cussler i was gonna put in there six three writer of all those adventure novels more dad books uh he made eagle scout at just 14 years old <laughs> that's nuts i don't know if that's impressive or not i don't know <laughs> the age you're supposed to get it right no you can't get it once you turn 18 i think so like you have to get it before 18 but nor i mean it's it takes like a lot of service hours and stuff so i mean it's it's normally like 16 17 he's dedicated he's like dedicated yeah. yeah but i mean he didn't make it so he hardly just like build a bench to become an eagle scout yeah but several yeah. of my cousins have built benches <laughs> <laughs> I, the Girl Scout Gold Award is like the equivalent, and it's like you have to do paperwork. You have to like file ordinances and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> and then you have to build a bench. We have too many benches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, one shout out, Zoe, if you've got it. Did, did anybody? Uh, yeah, I got two I left behind. Franz Kafka. He Ooh. was, uh, he's six, six feet tall, and he was my first pick because I thought that that was really tall until I found Oscar Wilde. Um, I've got nothing on him. He was born in 1883, died in 1924. Um, and then I did pull this quote where he said, in the fight between you and the world, back the world, (laughs) which I think is nice. And also it's selfless, you know, this guy's a team player. Man, you guys had some 
great people on the I would have liked them more than some of your picks. I hate to <laughs> it. I, I love these reasonings. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and uh last one, Hunter S. Thompson was six three, but my God, talk about a man that would not play an organized sport. There's no way in hell I could keep Hunter S. Thompson on the court. So <laughs> My other one was uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. No. <laughs> He's 5'9", which is mostly what kicked him off. He'd show up drunk and just throwing <laughs> up on the court. Yeah. <laughs> I a lot of these men will do that. So. He'd be a great fan. He, you know, like you, exactly. you paint him up as his favorite team and all that. <laughs> and he football, I found. But also, I, th- I thought he was like a performer. You know, he's very performative and big. So I was like, what's football? I mean, what's basketball if not a big show on the court, you know? Okay, I like it. <laughs> Biggest show on the court. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, shaft draft over. Time to get on into. Uh, we're gonna have to scurry on along into matchups here real quick. Um, let's see. So at point, Zoe, who did you have? Who's your squirrely guy? John Steinbeck. Steinbeck okay. at six two. Yeah, I mean, A real. Versus uh, versus Tom Clancy on my end. Uh, Clancy, 6'2", much more of the mental game. Uh, Steinbeck's going to run up and down the court all, all over. Tom has got big hands. He excelled <laughs> at track and basketball. Remember sure. those, those big sensual hands of his. How can we forget? <laughs> <laughs> I never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, at shooting guard, we've got the matchup all the fans wanted. Jack Kerouac versus Ken Kesey. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. They've got chemistry. But I think Ken's going to come out on top, right? I mean, he took us – he right. took <laughs> – he, he took Jack's movement and he transformed it into the future. Right. I think that, you know, Jack's going to be beat down by that idea alone. He took Jack's movement and he put more drugs into it. I don't know how into basketball <laughs> he's going to be. But uh, we can't forget Jackie K earned, uh, earned a scholarship to three different uh, colleges for athletics. So did Ken Kesey for football and then for wrestling. Damn it. All right, so that this one's a real a matchup. Call. Shooting guard's a good matchup. What we got, small forward, what do we got? Um, <laughs> we've got the killer himself, Edgar Allan Poe, versus J.D. Salinger, who honestly, Cody, I only picked because I recall one drunken night in college when my old phone case used to have a J.D. Salinger quote on it. And you said, bro, I love that quote and J.D. Salinger. I couldn't remember <laughs> it now, but I think that it's happened. It's cheating. <laughs> it's cheating. You just admitted to it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, that would have worked in any other matchup, but I love Edgar Allan Poe, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a killer pick. Ha. Um, at power forward. <laughs> <laughs> Power forward, we've got Thomas Wolf, who is 6'6", but his, uh, his life is in danger out there on the floor, versus Hemingway, who is an actual killer as well. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll get him. Hemingway's <laughs> tough, man. That's I just feel like his writing style being so direct, you know? Like, he's really going to – he's going to post up a lot. He's, <laughs> he's going to play some old-school basketball for sure. <laughs> Nothing flashy. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, at center, we've got Roald Dahl's 6'6". Six, six star of my team coming in against a good old Oscar Wilde who didn't know what basketball meant. Okay. He did. (laughs) Best nine years of his life because he was playing basketball. (laughs) Three, only three inches shorter than good rolled. 
goodness. Good role. And you got to remember, he loves the uniforms. <laughs> loves <That's>, them. <laughs> see? <laughs> That's important. If his uniforms don't look good, though, he's, gonna, he's not going to play. So I look, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> I'm wearing this garbage. All right. Um, well, we, we spent a long time on that draft because it was a very good one. So we've got to wrap this up pretty quick. Uh, time for some very tight, like, 15-second closing arguments, and then we can give Cody some time. Uh, I'm going to vote for myself because we're going to feed Roald Dahl. He survived uh, an airplane crash. He's the man. Uh, Jackie Kay's going coast to coast several times. Tom Clancy's very intelligent. Those are my three. Uh, I vote for myself. Zoe, who do you vote for? I'm going to vote for you. I'm just kidding. I'm voting for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a first. Voting for myself. I've got Ernest Hemingway and um, Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, they're going to kill anyone that they're up against. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, probably inadvertently because he's a TB carrier. Ernest <laughs> fully on purpose i'm not sure ernest isn't gonna kill his own teammates okay <laughs> he's oh ruthless he's vicious he's great at basketball you might oh, man Zion Williamson. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh john steinbeck who we can't forget excelled at basketball and has really big hands yeah that's big time all right cody take us home you got a minute quickly holy cow <laughs> This, I gotta say, I mean, this was a really fun one. This is really tough. This is probably one of the hardest to imagine these motherfuckers playing basketball. Um, John Steinbeck. Strong hands gets over strategy in the point guard position. Uh, shooting guards kind of even, but like I said, man, I really see your boy just sitting down and writing about it. Damn it. I think, I think Edgar Allan Poe puts the fear of God in J.D. Salinger. <laughs> and who <laughs> we got a power forward? Help me out. Who's it for? Uh, Hemingway, right? Yeah. I love Hemingway. He's direct. He's going to post up. Yeah. Roald Dahl's got the center position, man. But if we Lock. if we go by matchups, I think Zoe got it, man. Damn. <laughs> She's not the only actual basketball player, and she got these other, like, emotional votes with Poe <laughs> being one of my favorites <laughs> and Damn. your guy being prone to tuberculosis. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's big time. That's a big time win. Damn it. All right. Thank you so much, Cody. Wow. <laughs> slap me on the ass quick, Dylan. Quick. No, quick. <laughs> High five. Slap, slap on the ass virtually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got it in there. Woo. <laughs> uh, damn it. We've probably got like two seconds, maybe. Well, let me take this time to tell you about my day.